2: Sans Pants Radio, we know your secrets. Hey everyone, just a very quick announcement. Movie Maintenance is doing a live show in Melbourne on Sunday the 17th of December at 3pm at some Velvet Morning in Clifton Hill. Tickets are five bucks each or free for all Sans Pants Plus members. For more details, just head to
1: sanspantsradio.com live.
3: Welcome to this week's episode of Movie Maintenance, where some films just need fixing. I'm Kath. I'm Damien. I'm Carney. And this week, Thor Ragnarok.
1: Which I really, really liked. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I had heaps of fun. Yeah. Kathy, did you like it?
3: Yeah, I loved it. I literally, not tweeted, but put on Facebook about yeah. it while I was still in the cinema before I made it to the end, just because okay. I knew I was enjoying it that much. What did though. you put on Facebook? I wrote, Thor fuck yeah.
1: Okay. Why were you on your That's phone during a during a film?
3: <laughs> I wish I didn't reveal this information. to you. <laughs> it's really <laughs> frustrating. I literally, like five minutes ago, denied that I would ever go on my phone in the cinema, and then I just admitted to it. I did if, it I'm guilty. If Carney
2: had been in that cinema with you, he would have oh, given you that so over-the-shoulder look of judgment
1: and yeah. a little bit of a. I was Ugh. just so
3: excited.
2: I, I would
1: have wanted to have a go at it, but yeah. I would have sat there scared you and <laughs> be like, "No, I'm not going to confront." It would have been the look, but that would have been it. Okay, That's well, it. Yeah. here's my
3: yeah. nice thing. Right, I went into that film with actually a fair amount of apprehension because. I used to love Michelle Gondry, and then of course the Green Hornet happened, and that was just a. I don't even. I can't even. I'm still traumatized.
1: I had fun watching the Green Hornet. Did you? Uh, I've the, since it was un- on the first watchable. watch. Yeah, I think it was one of those like circumstances of the day type thing where I'd had right. a really shit day, and a friend of mine was like, "Let's go see Green Hornet," and I watched it, and I just laughed, and I had like a good time after yeah, a shitty yeah. day. But I watched it recently on TV, and I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, this film sucks."
3: Yeah. And I guess also like a little bit with Darren Aronofsky for Noah to a lesser extent, but right. I was kind of of this belief that these visionary directors, right, that have these visual styles that are so, uh, and can tell emotional stories that are so interesting and so compelling and so unique, hmm. don't transfer to studio films. Like in the same way, like I don't actually want to see a Wes Anderson superhero film. I mean, I kind of do. You, never will. Um, yeah, you I never, never will. Yeah, you never will. But in the same time, you see like he's very good at what he does and yeah. that the what makes These brilliant minds, so brilliant, is their inability to fit a square peg through a round hole. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And my feeling, uh, Taika Waititi is my favorite director of all time. Boy is borderline my top, my favorite film. What we do in the shadows. I've never loved that so hard. Yeah. I think he's brilliant, and I was really apprehensive because I was like, I love this director, but I've I've been hurt before. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I was like, fuck, and I would, it'll hurt so much more for a bad. Takuatiti film yes as opposed to just like a bad superhero film or just an average superhero film I of wouldn't course. I'm gonna level with you guys I also do not enjoy superhero films mm-hmm. because the most important thing for me in a film is that I can't know what the endings going to be yeah. I'm I love mystery it's you know thrillers are my favourite genre, and superhero films, you always know what happens at the end. So I was like, even if he does a good job, am I going to like it? Because yep. I don't like this genre, hmm. and that's going to hurt too because I love Tiger, but I got half an hour into the film and I was like, this is fucking fun. Have there mm.
1: been any films in the, in the genre that you've liked, though?
3: Well, The Dark Knight.
1: Like, yep, right, yeah, right. That's but fair. But that,
3: that, I mean...
2: It's pretty universally loved Oh, that was an
3: exceptional film. That's probably in my top ten favorite films Yeah, I mean, and that one
2: doesn't really fit the mould of what we've come to consider as like the standard superhero movie. It kind
1: of transcends the genre, doesn't it? It's more of like a a crime drama that just happens to have Batman. Well, that's the thing. It's borderline a thriller
3: because that film, when you were watching The Dark Knight, you genuinely didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. And in that sense, it or how it was going to end more specifically. And that is why I think it worked for me, as oh, opposed yeah. to other superhero yeah. films. If you, yeah.
2: But yeah, it's like what you're saying. If you reduce Batman to just sort of a pretty persistent cop in that story, it would work 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where most superheroes, that is clearly not the
1: case. It's what I want to see more, though, from superhero films, where they actually pick a genre and go, let's try and do that, but with the characters right. that we have. And it's yeah. not something that you're probably going to see when you have things like the MCU, where everything's like everything's kind of going to be the same. Yeah. That sort of thing. Captain America's probably come closest to yep. trying to do it. Whereas like, you know, uh, the Winter Soldier. Win- well, oh. that one too, but Winter Soldier was more of like a sort of almost like a political thriller yeah, to some extent. Yeah, a bit extent. of a spy thriller, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah it was actually. Uh, Wonder Woman, I guess, is the only ever film. And I didn't enjoy it as much as The Dark Knight. Hmm. But again, I guess that had, you know, with Chris Pine's character dying, I didn't see that coming, right. to yep. be honest with you. Did the
1: Chris Pine death surprise you more because it's Chris Pine and you thought, oh, if we've got him in our franchise, then we're going to use him again?
3: No, because like, um, well, it's not Marvel, DC. Hmm. Yeah. There's so many names. Hmm. I mean, Thor literally killed Anthony Hopkins. Like, I think I don't think Chris Pine is so indispensable that. Uh, I was but like, I oh, think oh, what Chris Pine's leaving, like, yeah, okay.
1: Chris Pine and Hopkins are on different. Yeah, that's levels, my so point. Like, like, yeah, like Hopkins yeah. is a
3: lot higher for me. Like, oh he- no,
1: but I would say, like, in terms of acting ability, obviously, Anthony Hopkins is kind of up there, almost on his own. Right. In some yeah. parts, but like. In terms of, like, bankability to a franchise, Chris Pine's, like, a huge Mm. star, whereas Anthony Hopkins, everyone knows he's sort of been on autopilot for, like, Mm. 10 years. So it's kind of like I've been waiting for him to die since the first Thor film, to be honest. His character, I I mean. Right. I
3: I would agree, but Wonder Woman as a character – or as an image in pop culture, trans- eclipses Chris Pine's star power. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. like Chris Pine's gone, Wonder Woman's going to fail. No, no, that's not what I mean. I just mean that in terms of like, – because no, no, he's no. a pretty big star in Hollywood, and I was just yeah. surprised that they didn't manufacture a way to keep him around or something. I don't surprised think
2: he's big me. enough. Well, they also would have had to age him. Absolutely. They the would have like had to do day. some sort of yeah. let's
1: yeah, freeze him in time. Like Captain kind of, kind yeah, of a thing, I guess. I think
3: like the only actor that I think exists now that is so – Significant, I guess, in the box office would be Jennifer Lawrence. I can't think of any other actor that I'm like cannot kill that person mm. off. Every other actor, I'm like, yeah, you could with the right franchise. Yeah, right. It would survive. You yes. know what I mean? She's the only one. Uh, I don't know like, if I agree. I, can,
1: oh, you I could, you could, you could kill her off out of X Men. Well, I'm like, I mean, yeah, they yeah. may,
3: as it turns out, I may be wrong, but she, I mean, she's yeah. like, she makes serious money, mm. and yeah. everyone loves her. She's amazing.
2: So to go back to Thor, yeah, because I still found it a fairly. It was a lot of fun and it definitely had a different so tone fun. and style, but it still felt just like a Marvel superhero movie. So was there still, like you said, you know, you like when you don't see the ending coming. Did you feel that for this movie?
3: Well, yeah, in truth, I, uh, fuck, I did not see Asgard being destroyed. You know, I knew that Thor would come out on top at the end, which mm. was not disappointing. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to see him fail, yeah. but at the same time, like whenever he was like, I'm so down, I'm like, all right, buddy, like mm. give it half an hour and you'll be fine. But- Asgard being destroyed, that whole thing. And I, you know, the whole like the emotional arc of Asgard being a place, uh, I mean, people were not a place. Yeah. I thought that was, I didn't see that coming at all. So yeah, it had, it certainly surprised me in ways that other superhero films right. didn't. Because it surprised me, those are pretty huge stakes. Another issue I have with su- superhero films is that they either take the stakes way too. Well, they usually take the stakes like, oh, New York is going to get destroyed. Yeah. It's normally
1: end of the world. And it's like, yeah. fuck,
3: like, it's too, I can't get on board that. I thought Deadpool did a good job of keeping the stakes mm. feeling like we can all relate to that. And I guess Asgard is maybe like it's a whole
2: city. I mean, it, it but It was I don't an end know, of the world.
3: Time I, did, I don't know. I got on board it. Maybe because it actually did get destroyed. Mm. I yeah, think maybe no, if it fair. didn't, I'd be like, I'd put it in that category of like, New York's going to go down. But yeah. it, because it did, I was like, fuck, yes. they followed through. Yeah, Taika yeah. Cool. like he really yeah, like, fucked with that world. I like that. The
1: model for like most films would have been to have Asgard under threat and then they save the day at the end and everything's right. fine, which would have fallen into that category being like, oh, for fuck's sake, comic book movies. But yeah, they mm. went out on a limb and destroyed the world, yes. which yeah. is big and it's big for that. the future yeah. of, of the no franchise. And I've no doubt that
2: they've planned. And like, if you know the Thor Ragnarok Stories through the comic books. Does that happen in the comic that books? Ha- well, that happens. One in the mythology. The original mythology is Ragnarok as the end of days, but it's it's almost the end of a cycle. And Ragnarok is as much about rebirth as ending right. something. And same for the comic books. They've they've sort of used similar uh, storylines where they've yeah destroyed everything with the knowledge that it will eventually be reborn. Like I think in the comics, like. The city came back over like Boston or something like that, something yeah. crazy. So for me, it wasn't as surprising because I kind of thought. I, I guess if you read the comic books, eh, they're probably gonna mm. fuck some shit up. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, nice.
1: Do you but like their choice of where they'll set up their new home? We don't know yet. Do What's we? Earth? It's Earth.
2: Uh, well, I mean, obviously, was that in the post? post- yeah, I think credits, they mentioned the post-credits yeah. scene. That might get. Fucked with. It's probably what was the post-credits? The post scene was the first one. Was just a giant, giant ship coming up behind them. Yeah, which is Thanos's giant ship, which will lead into Avengers uh, Infinity okay, yeah, War. Cool. Yep. So I have to. Resume. I saw the ship,
3: but I didn't get the reference.
1: No, yeah. Oh, some people. I didn't, actually not I, I actually yeah. didn't either, and I'm sort of. Pretty intimate. Well, yeah, but like when the fuck did we see that ship? Was it back when we saw Thanos for who the first else was time gonna be? in the first Avengers film? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
2: But no, it is. It's Thanos's ship. And look, if he's there right behind them, I can't imagine their trip to Earth is now going to go easily. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that is where they're ideally going to set up their new home. I don't know where they're going to set up. I'm keen to
1: find out. Yeah. Was it where Hopkins was? Was it where Odin was like, Oh, that's good. because like, he did
2: What country say, was that again? This could be... Um, Or did he just mean uh, in general? We're
1: on Earth. He meant it in general,
2: but I mean, really, that's just, that's quite nice foreshadowing for the people
1: are what make the city, not the city. That's a nice sentiment, but it's also like if you're going to come to Earth, Going to need, like, some kind of clearance to just take over. Right.
2: Also, when I can't imagine we're going to be great with a whole field of people coming in without some sort of system
1: to, you know, derogate them. That's why I was surprised that they were like, yeah, we choose Earth. It's like, why don't you pick another
2: (laughs) planet? Clearly, there are a lot of planets out there. (laughs) Go find
1: one that's a bit more welcoming than our shithole. But then I don't really know how things like the Bifrost actually work. Is it something that they could then set up? when they find their new base or... Well,
2: so the way the Bifrost works, so obviously they've got the seven realms that they can go to. Yeah. They can discover more because that's what Hala wanted to do. She's like, let's go conquer more realms to add to the Bifrost. Yeah. Until, of course, the sword wasn't there. So they can go other places. It's
1: interesting that they didn't choose to relocate inside one of the seven. Yeah. Although Earth I is, guess one, of the realms, is one of the realms. I guess is one of the seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. is one of the
2: seven. So, yeah, that that kind of works.
1: That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What was sort of the main things that didn't work for you, Kath.
3: Well... Well I want to start by saying that I I it's like my third favorite superhero film. Yeah. I right? see. What was number two? What Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Of oh, maybe yeah. I liked Thor more than Wonder Woman. Ooh. I think I did. Yeah. The and Taka what- Watiti sense of humor is yes. what pushes it over the edge for yeah,
2: me. Yeah, I I I mean that's what makes makes it stand out as well as I think Thor does have a bit more of a personality in this one. In this one to definitely.
1: This
3: is terrible, but he's also the most attractive Avenger. So he's I've always said he was Ooh. my favorite just because Ooh. he's like the Ooh. hottest and that's so is he terrible. That- yeah. Who is more attractive than who's
2: Thor? Your, who's your hottest Avenger? What
1: about Captain America?
3: Oh, Chris, what's his name? I don't even know. Chris Pine? No, he's not Chris Pine. One of the other Chris's. <laughs> Another getting, Chris. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Oh my God, I could fall asleep for days. I feel like some ladies, I, I feel like some ladies would go
1: for Ruffalo as well. Mm.
3: Yeah, Ruffalo would be like a close second for me.
1: Okay. Scarlet?
3: Oh, I thought we were just doing boys. But she'd probably well, come in. Avenger, she'd probably mate. slide in three. And then maybe Robert Downey Jr.? Who else is there?
2: Yeah, he's in there. Vision. vision. Who's Vision? Hawkeye.
3: Oh, Hawkeye's dead last. Jeremy Renner doesn't. Jeremy, R- nah. Jeremy Renner does nothing. Downey
1: Jr.'s dead last.
3: Who's Danny Jr.?
1: Robert Downey Jr.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought you said, I don't know what I thought you said. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> I
1: feel like I've got a stomach. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man.
3: Um, no, he's, he's um. what did I say he was? He's fourth.
2: Okay. Fourth?
3: After Sky Joe. All
2: right, fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we sorted that out. Yeah. Can yeah. Uh,
3: someone let these men and women know? where they rank in my yeah. because they really care a lot. Oh, I'm they do. I'm pretty sure they're all waiting think, with bated breath I hope to Chris know.
1: Evans knows that I think he's number one. <laughs> oh, yeah. so I hope I mean, he knows. You've let hard. him know on multiple occasions. Have you, so you actually? You no, know I haven't, idea.
3: but
2: I oh,
1: should. Oh, okay. But I
3: think if he looks inside himself, the answer will be clear. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It will just you yeah. be your face emerging yeah. in clouds.
1: What do you think of them using... Um, Ruffalo, because it's cool. They're at that point now in the MCU where they can kind of team up characters. Yeah, well, yeah.
3: Here's the thing when I first saw the trailer for Thor Ragnarok, I thought it looked like a buddy film. Mm. And I was like, that's fucking cool. I yeah. like that. Not really what it was.
1: It's how they presented it, too. Like, they I read do. an interview with Taika Waititi and he's like, yeah, it's like a buddy road trip. A buddy road trip road through trip. space. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not. Not that. really. No, not no, at all. It wasn't.
3: Well, someone said to me before I went in there, and I was like, oh, I'm really excited. You know, this buddy film. And they're like, oh, Mark Ruffalo is, what's his name? Bruce Banner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Banner's in it like under ten minutes. Like the Hulk's in it a bit more, but mm. Bruce Banner's barely in it. And I but like, that's
1: not really an issue. No, like, no, I don't I'm think not, it's I'm an sure issue. That.
3: I just think that it was it was definitely mismarketed, but that was okay because it was what they served mm. us was still great. Yeah. But yes. the the marketing was a little or maybe the the cutting of the trailer was a little. Uh, yes yeah. as well Actually, as they, that
2: they gave away that
3: hawk was the yeah
1: oh, that's so fucking annoying I think we may have talked about this in a previous episode yeah. just trailers annoying the shit out of us I mean, yeah. AGM, in particular yeah. like you know remember when the Dark Knight Rises showed the football stadium right. and yeah I agree fucking this, is, I think I put this, put this is on par with that this yeah. is
3: easily akin to that because like they set it up beautifully in the film, right. but I was like, oh, but I already know. But, we all but the know. whole time I yep. was like, this build up is excellent. It's really well done. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to ask Tyker what he thinks of that because oh, maybe trailer, he yeah. he wouldn't yeah. have
1: had much control. He wouldn't right, have, and that.
3: I bet you it shit him because I bet you he's like, I fucking put in all this work mm. to make this build up this. How amazing surprise.
1: would that moment have been? Yeah, even because oh. now we saw, we saw it a bunch of times in the trailer, so mm. we know it's going to come. But the film spends too much time building it's weird it up. Right. It's How like much it's Come on man we know it's the whole Just hurry up. Yeah, which is Fucking so annoying. They could have really, like, because I know they wanted to promote it as like, oh, we've got some Avengers teaming up in this. They should have still said that in the marketing. Mm. But then you watch it and go, oh, Doctor Strange for two seconds. All right, I get it. Fine, thanks. Which
2: we already knew from the end of one of the other movies.
1: And
3: keep, like, chuck a few other Avengers Avengers in there for just a scene so they can have, like, this slew of Avengers. So they're like, oh, they show up and don't put too much attention on the Hulk so it is a surprise how big he is, as opposed to it being, like, everyone was surprised how small he was. Make the surprise how big he is. That them. would have been like
1: yeah. one of those jaw dropping awesome moments. Yes.
2: And the other thing, like, I assume they did it to get audiences, but as if they're not going to get audiences. At I this could
3: point. see Thor being the maybe people's least True. enthusiastic. True. And I, and like, I, even, I mean, obviously not for me, Yes. But.
2: And I think they even wanted to show the humor because that scene's got beautiful Taika humor where it's Ugh. like I know him from work Yeah. And all it was the rest great. Yeah, so, so I think funny. they wanted to get the humor across and be like guys me. this is a different thought, you know which is great definitely show that but there was a ton of jokes you could have thrown any one of them in hell yeah yeah the
3: whole thing was hilarious the, the
1: humor mm. is like the biggest strength of the film I think no particularly doubt. in the yeah. first like 20 minutes or yeah. so yeah, um, him spinning so around so when he's talking yeah. to the, yeah. the so guy it's such
3: a simple gag but it's great and it works like his hair for me it was the way that his hair was like one strand right oh my god Anthony
1: Hopkins as like
3: oh as Loki. As Loki. Yeah, when when like, Thor shows up <laughs> and he's
1: just like, shit. <laughs> and Sam Neill and Matt Damon. That, uh, yeah, so good. You didn't recognize Matt Damon, though, did oh, you? Did you t- I still can't. That's if I amazing. look back,
3: that face is like a blur to me in my memory. <laughs> he I can't. was
1: fantastic. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. So the humor carried it a lot in the first half. And I was yeah. like, I'm having so much fun. This is great. But then they didn't really... I guess plant the seeds, like the emotional mm. stuff that you want. But again, no. a, a lot of recent Marvel films have kind of been like that, where they're kind of like a bit lacking on emotion, kind of like no. an Easter bunny, like yeah. those red tulip bunnies you get that are just hollow in the middle. <laughs> like they're colourful on the outside, and they taste nice, and one they're of hollow. The best analogies I've heard. That well, that's Marvel. kind of what Marvel sort of is yeah. at the moment.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of a shell of.
1: So when you talk about doing like a fix. Those are the things. Like often, demo we've done like superhero movies, mm. and it's generally the antagonist. It's like mm-hmm. yes. there is really no villain plot. For They're sure. just kind of chewing scenery. We're and, here
2: to be evil and take over the world.
1: Yeah. And you're like, why? Which is yeah. kind of what we've got with Hela. Yeah, Cate Blanchett.
3: Yeah. I want to start by saying I really liked it and I thought that, you know, my apprehension was uh, not misguided. I think I had a good reason to be apprehensive, but mm. I think Taika Bertitti completely pulled it off. I think it was a very entertaining film that people really enjoyed and, and I think it's a testament. <laughs> I mm. love him. I feel like I'm just like...
2: <laughs> Gushing. I'm just like,
3: oh my God, but I love him and I think it's a testament to his talent and his ability. And I also visually, like those beautiful shots of the fights they look like old paintings so a cape with it would be in the top right hand corner and then the yes you know anyway especially f- that one with Valakrie and yeah, they're all coming, coming yeah coming the other and there was, was there was gorgeous. a couple of things and and that's very i mean he does ted Tyco does a ted talk where he talks about how he used to be obsessed with oh really with old paintings he's a beautiful drawer like he is he can he used to draw dicks <laughs> like a record but they were beautiful and like anatomically beautiful. correct and like like in a very traditional style like yeah. a <laughs> traditional
1: style of dick. drawing
3: dicks <laughs> they're not your two circles and a and a and a
1: no, they're shaft. They're more veiny. Oh, no, but
3: he's got, like, light hitting them and you can see the depth and the... Anyway, oh. he's just a very talented Beautiful. man. And that's coming through. The the breadth of his understanding, I think, visually comes through.
1: I'm just lost in the, like, because sometimes a director, when he's talking to, like, the cinematographer, he'll show him, like, a painting as a reference and yeah. be like, this is what we want. This is the lighting <laughs> one. I'm just picturing Taika showing the DOP his dick paintings.
3: Not TED Talk.
2: It's just like so this. Replace funny. the
1: dick with Valkyrie. That's yeah. kind of what I'm going for. No,
3: they weren't painting. They were sketches and he was in, like school or mm. something like that anyway yep. i'll stop sucking his dick so he... <laughs>
2: but basically he took all that wonderful artistic dick knowledge and put it into <laughs> his <throat. laughs> God's a legend. Yeah.
3: No, he's amazing he brought the humor which we not, which we knew he would yeah. and we knew he's obviously proven his ability to do that i think he even extended his visuals and mm-hmm. possibly the budget allowed that but what i feel like maybe he and i i do think he brought some enough to keep me happy mm-hmm. but not enough to make me be like Fucking best thing I've ever seen was was the heart, Sean, which we all know you love. And it's interesting because Taika, his greatest strength as a filmmaker is heart. We know. And interestingly enough, his greatest strength, his boy, debatably his best, I mean, you know, whatever. But even Hunt for the Wilder People has a similar theme, is challenging father figures. Right. And that is exactly what this film should have explored, and it didn't. And that's interesting because it had it, had set, it, it up. set it up, yeah, and he just didn't yeah. follow through with it. And it's like, no, I agree. We know he knows how to do it. He hasn't just done it once. He's done it twice, and he yep. hasn't just done it. Kind of done it. He's like. Done it better than any other film I've ever seen in my life. Mm. My three biggest issues with the film, and I'm going to fix all three, and I hopefully, guys, you can come and join and and help me fix it because, like, it's a pretty, it's a really good film. So I don't feel like, yeah,
2: yeah, it doesn't warrant a full fix.
3: It's not a full fix.
2: It's one of those. It's just just like little tweaks
3: to make it better. not like Baby Driver. Not, not even as 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 um, passionate as Baby Driver. Mm. Number one. The way that Thor loses his hammer was it was too simple it was too easy. Halla just kind of was like bye to the hammer and it was mm. like oh okay that was very easy for her to do that. Because that's yeah. a huge it's, thing. It's, it's a huge thing yeah. and like how they did it was kind of underwhelming.
1: Especially with like the mythology right. behind that hammer and everything like it, like his enemies quake in fear right. because of how many and lives the hammer's taken and things part like of who yeah, he it's is. like it's it's key to his identity yes. and it's kind of just this scene where it's like oh I yeah. guess she's really strong, and it doesn't have any weight. It's yes, like, oh, but
3: like, how is she so
1: strong? I right. mean, I know she's
3: his sister, but like, Loki can't do it. Like, yeah.
1: literally, no one else can pick it up. Yeah. yeah, but it's not even that that annoys me. It's kind of that he kind of shakes it off nearly. Like, yeah, it's not- yeah. he
3: doesn't seem as upset about it. They
2: have like the good gag with him and Tyka's character, whose name I'm yeah. blanking on, where he's like, "Oh, you had a real emotional connection with this hammer." Yeah, and that's funny, which is true. But he literally did. Like, it should yeah. be yeah. his yeah. missing a part well, about- it.
3: And it would have been funnier that had night. we seen more emotional, him get more emotional about it. So I think that the way that he loses his hammer should tie in with the reveal that Odin is flawed. So you know how we find out that he conquered all these Mm. and he used Hala to, you know, with her powers to slaughter people. Mm. Oh, and so I don't think the dad should die. And then he finds out. I think Thor should discover this quite early on in the film.
2: Yeah, I like that.
3: Yeah, so Thor is... Oh, there you go.
2: Well, then he can actually address his dad about the atrocities he's done.
3: I'll just tell you now, Odin's not going to die to the end of my version. Okay, yeah. Okay. Let's just, do we don't he's, see he's, we don't
2: see
1: Odin until then. We see then. Odin.
3: He's very very weak and ill on Earth, like how we see him in oh, the thing. Yep, yep. He's there, but he's not. He's dying. He's not dead. When okay. do we see him? Kind of the same time. He's on Earth in the same way yeah. that we do in the film. And is he it,
2: is is he kind of going a bit senile? Does he still have all his mind? Is he yeah, does he, he does he remember the horrible? shit I think he's, he's, he's all
3: there, but I think he's physically on his way out, and he's very weak. is okay, The most cool. important thing. Cool, cool, he's okay. frail.
1: Is the conversation still the same with his sons? Other than the fact that he doesn't die at the end of it, but. Sure. Okay. I
3: can't even remember what he says. Just something about...
1: But the conversation's fairly tied into him dying.
3: Well, then, yeah, he can. He can. He He addresses that, that he's dying okay. and that he's weakened. Hmm. I. He does have to say at the beginning, Asgard is the people, not the place yeah. Yeah. for that. Because I think that's beautiful. I'll yeah. keep all that. That's and great. he
2: can kind of be addressing it like, you need to prepare yourselves because I'm on my way
3: out. Yeah, he's, he, he is trying to prepare yet. them. Definitely. He's also, as he, we see him at the beginning, he's dying. You know, Odin is usually so far in the series... Mm quite composed hmm. this is a, a god that is facing mortality yeah which is
2: so so rich for uh, yeah
3: so Thor is so thrown by his father's discrepancy in morality that it challenges his, his own ability to judge right and wrong right so if the mighty and good Odin can create a weapon like Halla and use it to kill and conquer then how is Thor to know that he will not fall to similar depths and if he does will he know what is right and what is good because surely Odin thought he was doing the right thing. And maybe yeah. Odin will say that like at the time, you know, I thought I was liberating these, mm. you know, I thought I was giving them a better world and maybe I did, but I still killed a lot of people at right. the time. It seemed right. But, uh, you know, when I look back, I realize it wasn't. And so it kind of challenges thought to be like, should one person possess the greater end of an imbalance of power, which is what he has mm. and what his hammer gives him right okay should thor the successor to a guilty man thor who is now the odd one out so before it was thor and odin were quite good and loki hmm. was bad and loki yep. was like the bad sheep but now yep. he's looking around him he's like well i've got a sister i didn't know about she's fucking evil loki's evil and my dad isn't as good as i thought he was yeah he's the odd one out and then he goes well am i is it just a matter of time before thor f- fails his people and fails his at his title of a hero because yeah. I like that line that comes in later where it's like that's what heroes do yeah they use it yes. throughout the film yeah it was times, it was yeah. simple but it was kind of like that is sometimes like a really nice mantra yeah. for someone to be like why am I doing the right thing in a face of adversity mm. because that's yep. what I've got to do and it's a
2: big part of Thor's identity clearly that's yeah. like the fact that he does repeat it
1: and I like like often the film presented it as a gag like they, they yeah, made some jokes yeah. but that's fine because then when you use it for a rather serious means so then like, it just ooh, means it's more it's got yeah, the weight yeah. doubles yeah definitely yeah.
3: So, what I've got Thor, instead of Halla just showing up and tossing it aside, Thor actually willingly hangs up his hammer because he's challenged by this and he's gone. He's actually gone, doesn't even trust himself. Yeah, yeah, because this is really kind of thrown him.
2: Yeah, because he's always got that thing of well, power corrupts. And power what's corrupts. What's more powerful than his hammer? And he's yeah.
3: he, he's like, I'm too fa- powerful. Odin right. was too powerful. I yeah. don't want to make my father's mistakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't want to
2: repeat the sins of my father. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So he
3: willingly hands that hangs up the hammer and he hangs it up in that like vault area where the the Ragnarok crown was. Hung mm-hmm. up. Yeah, cool. He hasn't like destroyed it.
1: No, he just puts it. He's put it, it away for safekeeping. But
3: let's be real, like he on the back of his mind, he knows he can come back and get yeah. it anytime yeah. he needs yeah. it. But it's but. He's doing it kind of as a fuck you to Odin because he's really mad at him about mm. this revolution. Yeah, it's
1: more symbolic. It's like, oh, it's I don't fu- it's symbolic. like fuck you, old man. Because like, yeah. that's uh, back to the first film. That's like kind of Odin took that hammer away from him, essentially. Right. It was yeah. kind of like, you're not, you know, when you're worthy, you're you can worthy, take yeah. it. But mm-hmm. now it's kind of like, well, what is worth and he's what like, is that from you? Because yeah, you're exactly. fucked. Yeah. He's like,
3: you can't even give me the worth. Like, yeah. I can, it's, yeah. Mm. You, you are not worth. What is your worth
1: sentence? worth? <laughs>
3: <laughs> your, I like, it's not going anywhere good. But. As Halla grows stronger, and ultimately is able to enter Asgard. Now she can. What I was thinking was, and if this doesn't fit with mythology or the rules of the world, oh, don't, me. don't
2: stress too much about the mythology. Like they obviously, break I'm sure they yeah, fuck but, with it anyway.
3: Yeah. So instead of Odin dying, it's mm. more like as he gets really, really weak, that's when Halla is able to kind of come break into through. Asgard. Yeah, cool. yeah, so yeah. Thor's hung up the hammer. He's fucked off because he's like, "Fuck you, dad." As Odin grows weaker, and ha- so Halla grows stronger, and ultimately she's able to enter Asgard. She enters the chamber and destroys the hammer, not just because she can, but because Thor's emotional and physical distance renders it weakened. So that's yeah. why yeah. she's able to See, destroy I it. I
2: like that. Yeah, so she kind yeah, yeah. of
3: she can touch it, she can fuck with it, but it's only because Thor's yes. put it away, right. it's and weak, she's then able yes. to destroy it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when Thor comes that. back, and to get their um, hammer, it's gone. It's destroyed. And he feels a sense of guilt, which I'm going to address in point two. So that's my point one.
1: Awesome. When he, when he comes back, or are you about to get to that? I don't want to. No, you go. So she sort of started to enslave everybody in Asgard mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And so he comes back he comes to fight her. He comes back to her. save the day and hmm. it's gone. And, okay. I'll, and I'll go on to that. Cool. Awesome.
3: For me, I really wanted Thor... To have a sense of responsibility in the loss of his hammer, it was too easy for some big bad guy to get rid of it. No, he needed to have fucked up basically, right, yeah. and it's a sense of guilt. Like, yeah, yeah I kind of put myself in the situation. Mm. So, my fix. You know, can I, sorry?
1: Can I you jump know, in? You, you know, with Odin gone, Thor's basically in charge, right? Yes. Yeah. Rather than him putting it in the the room where they keep all the all the stuff, trinkets, the trinket room, if <laughs> the trinket <you> will, room. <laughs> it'd be cool if you just put the hammer down on the throne. Great. And then nobody Ooh, okay. can sit on that throne when that's he's not brilliant. there. Oh, that's yeah. Because no one can pick yeah. it up. Yeah. And, yeah, she right. and she can and she can. But she sits on comes. Yeah. Like a, it's like a cool Visual. image of yes. her trying to take over everybody and then Thor coming back and be like, well, oh, I'm going to put a stop uh, to uh, this. And yeah. she's standing by the throne and she actually picks the hammer up, which would just like blow everybody's yeah. mind. Yeah. They'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. Because no one can do that. Yeah. Right.
2: As well as also him having a brother like Loki, yeah, it's almost a bit of a fuck off Loki. Yeah, it's like, like you you're know, not don't even sit try, here, don't even off. try, mate. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's great, beautiful. Yeah. All right, my fix number two is Harlan, and I've already said that it's my biggest gripe. And it's like you've got Kate Planchet like thank you, oh, yes, do something with that. She right. was look, I liked what she did with the nothing she was given. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, that's a because that's a good way to phrase it. Spot on. Because
3: she made a very, very exciting piece of toast. Yeah, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes,
2: (laughs) and yeah, a lot of people have (laughs) liked her character, despite, and I think that's more for her. Than the actual character itself. I like her hair. I like her.
1: I don't think I love the performance, but again, it's they gave her nothing, and so she's just kind of like prancing around the oh, set yeah, and right. chewing scenery, yeah. and, and being evil for the sake of evil. And it's yeah. like, oh, try harder. Please.
2: Ultimately, with what they've given her, that was the most she could do. She could just yeah. have fun with it and make it a likable villain, kind of like in in the sense that yeah, she's so evil and you know malicious Thor, and everything. Thor's was an
1: interesting one because he's not he's not a bland character, but he's not mm. the most interesting. Of the heroes. No, see, I think
2: this is is the most interesting version of Thor we've seen. Definitely. But I still think they could actually
1: push it further. Which is where, like, somewhere like, you know, when Chris Nolan did The Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne is quite bland. Mm. Yes. And the Joker is fucking fascinating. Do you know what I mean? And I just feel like Thor's the kind of franchise where the villains should be really good Mm. and they're always shit yeah and it's frustrating It right. annoys the shit out, yeah, yeah, well, yeah
3: I haven't made hella like a a joker level exciting, but what mm. I have done is taken what was already there and been like, well, there's an obvious answer here mm. for her, for why, and a lot of her fun kind of like you said, scene chewing kind of stomping around could still stay because I did enjoy it, but yeah. I think we just need to explore just like that little bit more of the backstory, yeah, I think maybe as well because I do really like this movie and I like Taika that i'm I want to be like, it's good, it's good, it's fine, just this little thing, yeah, you, know, yeah. as opposed well, to doing is, a whole yeah. Fixed to her character, because that's my point, is that it's it's not a little, it's not a big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even with
1: Hela, like, uh, the pieces of it are there. Like, exactly. the resentment against her father, the, that she's been trapped for all these years. Don't. It's right. there, just use it.
3: She, yeah. she doesn't talk about Odin.
1: Yeah, they make her this
2: two-dimensional weapon who can only act according to the nature that Odin she, created for And her whole
3: motivation her. should be, so killing him for me, that's a big thing. Killing Odin at the beginning, she before she even has she it. No, no yeah. not her, but, like, right. having him die, before she has a chance to... It's like you've set up a character that clearly has major daddy issues. Yeah, she's got to ha- she's got to have it out with her dad. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like well, you can't set that up and then. But it, it wasn't even that it didn't happen, which would have been bad, but mm. which was bad rather. But
1: they didn't allow the they opportunity. They didn't even give
3: us the, like the suspense to build. Right, that's
1: kind of like should <laughs> be the drive of that character that she plays, it's absolutely. and it's and it's for, oh, for Thor and for Loki. This film, like we talked about this earlier, this is like a sins of the father story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's got no, all yeah. the pieces for that, and they yes. just. Did Anthony Hopkins not want to participate? Right. I think that it was. Like, a, I think he yeah. was
3: like, "I'm, I'm fucking done. I'm I'll do one scene so you can, out of like kindness, yeah." And mm. then I'm done. Yeah, and with his character, so much to
2: do with him. It's it's double fault. She can be one. I am the way you made me. You know, you made me a monster, mm-hmm. and now you rally against it. As well as the fact that he's fucking locked her up for millennia. Like, yeah.
1: And then you've add into that that Thor finally finds out what his father was, and yeah. it's like, holy shit! Yes. I've like held you up as this this higher person yeah, in my like life. Yeah, even how I and should
2: almost be able to, to see eye to eye on that
1: point. How does Odin have the right to lecture Thor if we go back to previous films? Yes. It's fucking staggering. There's right. so much to chew on. And Kathy, you mentioned it before with Boy, with Taika Watiti. Hmm. This is like his turf. <laughs> like, he yeah. like, yeah. He's like
3: really addressed this
1: material. The illusion
2: of, of this dad image being shattered that he's not the hero he thought he was. Right. Mm-hmm. To it's
1: me, big. that would have been like Taika Waititi probably saw that and was like, this is why I want to actually... Be, like be involved in a big I franchise. I can see that's why
3: a studio being like, let's find someone who's done it before, who's done. Tiger with Eddie yes. Boy, That's yeah. the best example. But he, of that.
1: he's not credited as writing the screenplay. Yeah, so I, so yeah. I wonder how much like, Marvel yeah. kind of. Yeah. While it's a lot okay, of his Tiger, personality and his humour is is very evident mm-hmm. in this film. Perhaps not. The, that's probably the storytelling. Much, that's probably as much room as he had yeah. to influence yeah. it. Yeah, it, entirely
3: possible that you know if he was given no restrictions, it might be. Yeah, it might I mean, be exactly as. Because
2: for these storylines, this obviously because they're such part of the interweaving universe. They're planned years in advance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he's he wouldn't have had a huge amount to, sure. to do to be able to change. That.
1: Marvel have talked about how after Infinity War, they're not going to have phases anymore. Okay. Which should be exciting. What do you mean phases? Because they've done phase one, two, three, where everything's kind of connected. So Mm. the idea behind that possibly is that moving forward after the Avengers, hopefully they can do kind of more standalone stuff, which would be great. Or even
2: pair-ups, team-ups. you can kind of got a bit more room to not stick to everyone gets a solo film and then we get an Avengers. Yeah.
1: Because how many – this has always been my problem since the Avengers came in. It's like how can you have – the standalone films where there's an end of the world type scenario and it's like how come you're not just calling all your Mm. mates in the avengers to come and help you like we know why they don't do it logistically yeah but but if i've got
2: an issue i'm like well i know captain america so right
1: probably gonna give him a quick buzz if he's free there's the problem but i mean like yeah yeah but fix your villains
3: (laughs) (laughs) what do you got for halla well yeah i mean also like halla she doesn't seem to give a shit that odin's dead and this is meant to be
1: it should be really either incredibly satisfying for her, mm. or, or really fucking infuriating because she, she, she didn't be get... get to kill yeah.
2: Or even better, a bit of
1: both. Or, yeah. That's even better because yeah, that's like, like yeah. yeah.
3: So Halla has such a clear motivation for me that's already there but not explored. Halla wasn't born the goddess of death. She was born powerful but not evil. Her destruction was cultivated, grown in her by Odin as a tool. So then as Odin grew to regret... His choices. He turned around and ordered Hala to stop being everything that he fostered her to be. Right, this this killing machine. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck you. Like, I've done all of this for you. Like, she's looked up to him a lot in the way that Thor does. You know, he's created her to be something, and then one day he's just like, you have to stop. You have to go against everything I've ever taught you Yeah, and just stop. And, of course, she doesn't because, you know, no one can just stop being who they've been taught their whole life to right. be. Yep. And so when she doesn't immediately stop, which is his crazy unrealistic expectations – Here's where Odin sees his chance for redemption in Asgard's eyes. He uses Halla as the scapegoat for a crime in which they share the guilt. So Halla feels betrayed by Odin and her lust for blood is not just for evil's sake, but it's out of hatred for Odin. She really, she's, uh, she's a teenager rebelling, yeah. Yeah. a perpetual teenager rebelling. She wants revenge. And ultimately when Ragnarok happens, it's her inability to let go of her hatred for Odin that is her downfall. So, what is her greatest strength? Right, is this ability to to kill and destroy that Odin, Odin taught her to do? Is also her downfall, which I always like in a character where yeah. it's like, your yeah.
2: strength is also your weakness. Yeah, that's yeah. a bit of yeah.
3: fun. Thor sees this in Halla and he sees this the same resentment that he's just starting to grow for Odin Hmm. that is consuming Hala. So a big part of, and I'll touch on this in my next point, but a big part of Thor's ability to let go is the fact that he's like, if I don't, I see where this is going. She's here if he lets this anger grow. At the end... It has a similar ending where she's destroyed by Ragnarok because I don't think that Thor should try and kill her because he's her sister. And the film never kind of really does anything with that, that she's his sister. How frustrating is that? Oh, it's that, so frustrating. That,
1: like, it should be a family drama. Yeah. And yet the yep. fact that she is Loki and Thor's sister has no impact whatsoever on no, anything that happens. No, you could eliminate it from no. the from the story, and it yeah. wouldn't make. She difference. could just be the god, the goddess of war. Right, she and it's the same. Be, yeah.
3: yeah. So I think I think that Thor shouldn't try and kill her because he's just he's really empathizing with her, which anyway's maybe not yeah. mm. a great superhero like plot. But he's like he's no, like fuck, I, god, like, I know exactly how you feel because I feel a lot of the same stuff. Maybe yeah. not as much as you because he mm. Odin really fucked you over. Yep. So he wants to save her because he also wants to save himself.
1: Yes. Well, I um, think Thor should have the option and the ability. To imprison her, just like Odin did. Right.
3: Oh, that's
1: good. But he won't but do he it because he's yes. not his father.
3: That's excellent. That's perfect. Mm. Yeah, put that in. His big kind of, maybe not you know, argument to her, is that he, he really wants to show her that her actions, which are, in truth, reactions, lifelong mm. reactions, are giving Odin the power that she hated him for possessing over her. Yeah. Her inability to let go of her hatred for Odin is ultimately her undoing and why she stays on Asgard and Mm -hmm. how she dies.
2: No, that's good because then basically, yeah, if you've set up that Thor has the option to repeat the mistakes of his father but chooses not to, she kind of gets the same opportunity to let it all go. But
3: she's too far gone.
2: But she's too far gone. And, of course, so she continues her version of Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So and, that's my fix for her. Like, again, it's not really adding anything to the character that isn't already no, clearly it's there, there. But yeah. we just need to actually talk. Like it actually needs to be like expressed in the yes, story and absolutely. explored. It's, I, I yeah. would
2: add one more thing as well. If we're going with like the family drama side of things, so when she sees Thor, I think she can almost see like, oh, Dad tried with me, but he fucked up, and I went too far and killed everyone, and then he made you instead, and, and you've you had this charmed the life, child that he wanted, and you have yet- a lot
3: of jealousy, and that's maybe a exactly. big motivation for why she hates. Exactly. So Instead he's almost trying, trying to, like, trying to
2: forgive him. her, but she's just not having a bar
1: of it. Absolutely. Now there is really there good. is
3: more to her ending, but I'm i I'm saving it because it can't ties in with my third fix. Yeah. Bring
1: it on. How ready? does how does does Loki sort of is he just sort of the same as what we saw yeah, in the I film actually haven't fixed Loki. yeah because mm. I don't give a shit. On what you just said, Damon, that's yeah. kind of fascinating to think about it. Of how Loki approaches all of this, right? And I kind of think that Hela would just be like, eh, whatever, Loki," and that would piss him off. He kind of yes. be like, "Again, he's like, yeah. I'm in the shadows again for fuck's right. sake." I've <laughs> had a whole the life with Thor, son. and now there's this one, and yeah. she doesn't yeah. give a yeah. shit about compare. me. Yeah, yeah.
2: great. That yeah, was really good.
3: So my third issue, and this is my biggest issue, I think, with the film because the hammer, like, it, it, I was like, "Oh, they could have done something more fun with that," mm. but or more kind of, you know, emotionally significant with that. Absolutely, yeah. But I, at the same time, it was serviceable. It was fine. Halla, it was already there for me. Mm-hmm. like I could leave that film and be like, oh, that's why she felt that way. I just wanted them to like, I wanted to see more of it. I wanted Kate Blanchett to show me more of that. And, but my, but the big thing was Odin, because like, as we said, Thor just found out that Odin was like really fucking flawed. And he was like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't yeah. appear to give a shit. Jake yeah. Peralta that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like we've, we've, I mean, we've said this already in this podcast, but like Tiger, like this is his, yeah. this is what he does mm-hmm. so well. Thor's arc with Odin should mirror the emotional arc of boy, right? He finds out what Odin did and what he's capable of and he he you know, he gives up his hammer as in an act of rebellion and and kind of a symbol of his rejection of Odin in fury, right? Mm-hmm. Because his emotional arc needs to go from hatred to rejection to acceptance to forgiveness and ultimately a separation completely from his father's path and his own yeah. yeah he needs to ultimately realize that he is his own man because I mean as boy is about a boy you know and his love for his father his idyllic love from his father and realizing that his father's flawed but he's still his own person and mm. he's his own person and he can love a flawed man yeah that's what Thor needs to go through exactly that same and that he is separate to his father yeah. so it's okay for him to love him because that doesn't make Thor weak and it doesn't make Thor yes. yeah Uh, destined to make the same mistakes. Yeah, that
2: separation means now that he's in his father's chair, he's he's not going to do what he did.
1: It's massive for Thor because the the Thor trilogy has been so much about him living up to the expectations of of his father. Mm -hmm. And so the film just – absolutely had to do more with that. Like, yes. the fact that That's he finds out that his dad is fucking mass-murdering piece right. of shit, yeah. basically, yeah. Yeah. and, and covered seems- up covered up their history. Yes. Like, Thor comes back towards the end, and the, the marble roof has fallen down, down. Yeah. and you can see everything, and it's like, he kind of he doesn't shrug to it, but he almost does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's a non-factor for yeah, him. Yeah, he and should it's be seeing, He like,
3: barely addresses like, it. Yeah,
2: where well, that yep. should almost be like his father's taken off his real face, and there's yep. this mm-hmm. scarred, horrible version underneath. Yep. Like, it's that sort of... I would
1: almost tweak... Odin at the beginning and have Odin not be accepting of the fact that Asgard is is anywhere. It's okay. got to be Thor. I think it's got to be Thor that comes up with Ooh, that idea this, this of the of the people of the home. Yeah. My father would probably never give in and our people would be destroyed, Ooh, but I'm good. better than my father yes. and I'm going to yeah. move us because yes. Asgard yeah, is the people. Like yeah. that like He yeah, yeah again and that's that's another
2: separation of being more than his father could be. Definitely.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know Thor's initial reaction is staying up his hammer and that's kind of the rejection element of this arc. But uh, when Hala shows up and needs it, and he needs it, and it's gone, Thor is now forced to confront, he kind of does it in the movie, who he is without his hammer, who he is without his connection to his family, who he is without Asgard, because he's thrown out of the universe, doesn't he? Yeah. He's kind of like, yeah. oh, this hammer connects me so deeply to it. Which
1: does mirror the first film. He, yeah, It does Great. mirror the first
3: film, and it also is kind of, he. Do, it, it does touch on that, that particular arc. Mm. Like, they do touch on that in the film. He blames himself, as he kind of should, for hanging up the hammer and he realises that giving it up was actually selfish. He thought at the time that he was being selfless, but it actually was because it was an act of rebellion, right? Mm. It was a message rather than a genuine thing. He's like, fuck, I actually kind of was selfish, and which makes him go, oh, shit.
1: And he did leave the hammer behind for Hella to take. Yeah. Like yeah. would have been – she's probably powerful enough to have taken it off him, but sure. if he had been there and had it, then yeah, right. All he's got to think about that, the fact that, that people have died. Kathy, we talked about like you had this idea about Halla really wanting him to join forces with her and that yes. sort of thing. Is that still a factor in this? Is that kind of yeah, like for a sure. she'll she'll banish him to the planet where he ends up finding Hulk and all that sort of mm. thing? But yeah, is it more of like a to die cause she wants you go off because I know and you know deep down what you are. You're just like our father. You're just like me. And, and when you're ready, you'll through. come back and join
3: he's me. Say- he's saying like, to, well, do I have darkness in me? Right. Absolutely.
1: Um, play off those And injuries. she wants him because oh, you know why? That's perfect too, Kath. Because. That's that's the Hulk. He has that darkness oh, inside absolutely. him. So that's yeah. perfect that they team up, and it's like it's it's Thor examining that and seeing yeah. what it's like to be torn apart by what you are inside. Mm, yes. Yeah. it's
3: fucking crazy. That's by crying. this sense of like. Inevitability of yep. darkness right. that's going to come out, and it's uncontrollable and unknowable. Yeah, which that's, is a big thing with the Thor. Because Bruce Banner never knows what he did.
2: and and Hela's yeah. going through the same thing, and but she's she and just she thinks wants to it is unavoidable. Thor,
3: I think as well because that's the ultimate fuck you. Her ultimate to fuck you to Odin is oh, is to turn shining. the
1: good son. Oh yeah, and he's
3: still alive as well, so she still can. Yeah, she's still just she wants to fuck Odin up basically. Yeah. Love it. So Thor's being like fuck you know. I was so afraid of doing something wrong Mm. that I didn't realize that what I did was selfish. Mm -hmm. Yep. What's more, who is he now? A God powerless to protect his people before he was a, you know, a man surrounded by questionable morality. Now he's nothing. Yep. So it was like, yeah, you were in a shitty situation before, but look how much worse Mm. you made it. Yeah. He is powerless. Yep. Which is a very unknown feeling to Mr. For Yeah. We see a lot more. I think it's important we see a lot more of the people suffering at Halla's hands because it kind of like we see them escaping but we don't see them like being fearful before they escape. I think we need to see a lot yeah, more.
2: Yeah, like the common people because we see the soldiers obviously get just taken down completely. Yeah. But, again, there's no human element to that.
3: And I think Thor needs to see more of his right. people suffering. Yeah, as well as so she, killed, really like, that knife
1: she killed like the the Fabulous Three or whatever they're called. She killed his friends but just going back to the commoners, when they came on screen I was like, oh, they're a not I thought we everyone them, was a god. Have we seen them yet? No. no so that was interesting. Yeah, and we probably need to see Thor have some sort of relationship, like interact with him at some yeah. point, because yeah. like, yeah. it means more. But yes, he's yeah. he's three friends, and uh, mysteriously Lady Sif's not in the film. No. Don't know why. Yeah, was that explained in Agents of Shield? Who knows. Yeah, but they died and that annoyed me so much. Because mm. Thor's not there when they die, but he comes back later and right. they just needed a scene where he walks past their dead bodies and he fucking like it hurts him. He mourns yeah. them. Because yeah. these are his best friends in the right. whole world. Yeah. They're like they've been like brothers essentially forever. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that annoyed. me. And it gives him
2: it gives him more reason to actually attack and kill her.
1: Yes. And imprison her the way his
2: father did, because he's like he's got vengeance. Absolutely. So then even when he rejects that, it's even more
1: powerful because Fuck yeah. she killed his three best mates yeah. over here. Damn yeah. straight just on characters as well and not not quite doing enough with them shit i can't remember the valkyrie character's name it's called oh, valkyrie oh i can either fuck um but anyway she great character James i really character. liked her oh i loved her she was awesome yeah, like she when was she, was I wouldn't change that I no, she was drunk and stuff i thought she was just she was great i'd go a little bit further because they kind of hint at you know when she talks about how Hella beat them and stuff mm. they were hinting at like perhaps she like something mm-hmm. happened there and all it was that was that you know she survived that battle? But right. I thought it was going to be like her
3: friend. Her friend took a took a arrow or something. yeah. No, but they, they hinted yeah. at
1: something more, I and agree. I thought it was going to be that she had done something cowardly or something oh, yeah, like that and right, spared I I herself yes. and got away with it and now it was, her arc was like a redemptive right. arc, yeah, that arc but it kind of wasn't. What, su- Survivor's remorse is really yeah. what it was. Yeah, just yeah. like giving that a little tweak would have been like, all right, cool, now she's a, a And also character. her being yes.
3: cowardly might tie in a little bit more now how she's she is at the beginning of the film morally dubious. Yeah. yeah. So if it's like, well, yeah, she's always had this within her but she can choose to be a hero. Yeah. Just like Tolkien. Right, see, yes. that yeah, that would so be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so we see a lot more of the people suffering. As Thor sees it, he realizes that his good intentions were actually selfish, and a pure heart can cause pain, just like someone else that we know, which is Odin. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As Thor's hammerless existence, which is a hilarious sentence. I
2: feel like I'm living a hammerless existence, but I I didn't realize until just now.
3: (laughs) I feel like until I met my dog, I was living a hammerless (laughs) experience. Oh, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) As Thor's hammerless existence forces him to see what is human about him, it also f- forces him to see what is human about
2: Odin. Oh, mm. great.
3: So Odin is weakened throughout the film. I actually really love that line where he's like, you're not the god of a hammer, you're god of a thunder. Instead of it being mm. a vision, which was whatever. Yeah, yeah. He needs to actually go see Odin and I think they need to have that conversation face-to-face and I think for this is the point where Thor's like, he's actually about to die. Mm. And I think we need to see at this point, so this is sort of in the final act, we need to see Odin suffering immensely. i right. really mean to these poor actors, but I'm like, yeah. I, you need to see the frailty and mm. I think that would be really confronting for yes. Thor but also for us as an audience to see. Well,
1: know, I'd like him to die legitimately, not we, just la, like la, la, la. fade away to gold and yeah. dust. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Right, I got you. Yeah. Oh yeah, here
3: we go, here we go. Okay, Odin is hanging on, right? His body is like ready to go and he clearly wants to kind of let go, but he, he can't because he has to make things right with Thor and with his kind of, he he is also kind of eaten up with this guilt that he's lived with. He's more okay with it because he's, he's spent a long time coming to terms with it, but he's struggling. More, more so with the way that Thor sees him. Which is, you know, that's heartbreaking as well. Like a mm. father trying to get redemption from their child. Ugh, it yeah, breaks my yeah, heart. Yeah. In this moment, in, in the moment of seeing Odin hanging on for Thor, even though he's physically so he he's actually seeing strength in him. And he's seeing the strength that underpins Odin, that through it all, he will at the end of the day do anything for his children or for Thor specifically. Yeah. But, and Loki. <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean? Like that bond is so strong, even though they've had like they've gone through this really kind of tumultuous little journey recently that he still would put his body through agony to hang on to make it right with Thor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is how Odin chooses to make it right with Thor. He chooses to kind of appear, I don't know how he travels, apparate. Yep. Right in front of Halla, maybe in the throne room. And he sacrifices himself. He allows her to kill him, Mm. sacrificing himself in order to quench her thirst in revenge. He's like, you can kill me. And then that's what you need, right? You're so angry and Mm. you never let go of that anger. You have to have your revenge. I'm going to let you so that you will let Asgard, goes. So she kind of, I don't know, maybe stabs him mm. and he like stumbles down into Thor's arms or something dramatic like that. In his last breath, he says, so he has that same line, but I've added something to it. He goes, you are not my shadow. You are not the god of the hammer. You are the god of lightning. As Thor realizes he is not destined, and in this moment that he realizes he's not destined to make his father's mistakes, he's able to forgive him. And in this clarity, he's able to harness his full potential. And that's when he wields the lightning power awesome. because cool. he's yeah. like, I'm okay. And he's at peace with it all.
1: Does Odin even have to – do you say like he does his teleport thing or something?
3: No, but to get to Halla.
1: Yeah. Well, Halla could go to him. Just here. have Halla come to No, Earth. no, no, he
3: goes to her because he, it's him because Thor doesn't know, right? So Thor's, Thor's okay. talking to him and he's like, come with me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. But just
1: things. in terms of getting Thor – like, so Thor's like up there, he's logistics. fighting Halla and then he's like, I've got to go have a talk with my dad and he goes back no, down. No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? Like it might just be easier if, if Halla and Thor are fighting, and then she's kind of like, "Well, I'm going to kill Odin." Do no, because you know I mean?
3: Odin comes to her because it's Odin's choice to die right, at her hands. It has to be him going to her. That's really important because it's him sacrificing himself, and without and because that's his redemption as well. That's the I mean, that's the ultimate sacrifice is to mm. to allow yourself. He to be can killed. still
1: sacrifice his life though.
3: Without her killing him, it's
1: just kind of messy though. If you don't do Thor having his chat with Odin. Like unless he's unless Thor's fighting Hela in Asgard and then Odin appears and then he has the chat with Thor and talks yeah. to her there that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't it could know. be like
3: that, sure, that works.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. get behind it. You know, maybe- I, I don't know if Odin deserves redemption.
3: Well, but it's not full redemption. He's still dead. Like mm. he's not like he's not like on a beach somewhere having a great time. Like he still is punished and he suffers.
1: Yeah, and it
2: also doesn't fix his mistakes. Hela's still going to try to destroy him. And
3: that's the thing is right. So she kills him and his idea is like i'm in, maybe this will save right. asgard and i will do anything to right my wrong including sacrifice myself hmm. but she still has her same arc as in the film is yeah. it's not enough because ultimately You know, getting revenge on this person she's so angry at won't actually make her happy. Right. Yeah. And she still is just like, fuck, I'm not satisfied, and it makes her even angrier and more out of control. Yeah. Yeah. And then Thor's like, you know, even though you've killed my father, like I still want to save you. And she just can't. She cannot let go of an anger, and you realize that it's eternal, right? Mm. Even with her killing Odin, getting what she wants, yeah, it will never be enough. So her being killed by Ragnarok is like. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah, No, brilliant. Because she'll never be happy. She'll never be satisfied. There's a corny
1: line in it where um, Thor's talking to Odin and he's like, I'm not like your father. And Odin sort of pauses for dramatic effect and Mm. says, no, you're better. Which is very corny, but it's the the film needs to have that moment. It's it's accurate. Because Thor needs to still – I don't think he can forgive his dad. I think he's still got to be angry Mm. and – why well, not forgive, but I well, think he, he sees can him. Cut, he I can, sees there's th- acceptance, yeah. Yeah.
2: He's, yeah. Like, again, like in Boy, he does. He might not forgive, but he at least sees him he's for the
3: man. He still did yeah. these bad things. Yeah.
1: Accepts it's acceptance, but it's not forgiveness of the deeds that were done no, sort of thing. No, no, not at all. Not for a second. But that line's crucial because it's, uh, you're better than me, because then when Thor has the option to destroy Hella, it's mm. kind of like, no, no he never does. you destroy yourself. Yeah, brilliant. I'm going to save our people. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So those were my three fixes. The other two things, like sort of issues I had with the film that I was hoping I could open to the floor. Mm,
2: yeah. Little bugaboos. Little
3: little oh, things that annoyed me. Number one was fix the friends dying, which we kind of touched already.
2: Yeah. Mm, because it, they
3: kind of just died and then it was like again, no one was I, ever sad about it.
2: No, I think it was the same thing as as Hella destroying the hammer is meant to be like by the way, guys, she's really powerful. Like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, oh. she's the
1: goddess of death.
3: As soon as she showed up there, I was like, "Oh, well, they're all dead."
2: You're
1: right. Yeah. And she can even come in and kill them. It just
2: needs to have more weight.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, it needs it needs Thor, needs Thor arriving at the end, seeing the dead bodies, or even perhaps even better uh, if we go back to the idea of having Thor leaving the hammer on the throne. Blah mm. blah blah. He comes back to face her. I'd like him to lose in front of everybody. It's that humiliation, but it's also fear because mm. to them, Thor is. The He's God. the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can beat him. He's got his hammer. She should kill the three friends in front of Thor mm. and he can't do anything about it. Right. And then she destroys the hammer and banishes him to the whole mm, yeah. planet. Yeah, bring, it, bring it all you know at the mean? beginning. That
3: kind of first act it's, turning point and make it just like how a much bloodbath. Much
1: better would it yeah. be if he witnessed it. Right. Like, yeah. oh, and then he it's goes to right. this planet with that fucking furious rage. Mm. It's exactly what she wants because she's like, good, you're going right. to become me. You're going to yeah. come yeah, back. It's inevitable. And he makes himself for it as well. That's probably the simplest sort of fix to that. Yeah, that's good.
3: All right. My other. My, my very last grievance with the film, and it, this, again, is not a big grievance, and we've already sort of touched on that a little bit, was I was like, the Hulk is in it actually a lot. Yeah, I wanted to get a little bit more from him. Like, when he fights the, every, uh, the wolf at the end, every other character we got, like, the emotional kind of significance of their individual little battle at the end. Like, mm, yep. you know, with Valkyrie obviously. And even that guy, even Halla's little servant man.
1: Oh yeah, Carl Urban. He was great. Right. I was really that Carl him? Urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: He looks so different. Yeah, well that's
1: bald, I Carl guess. The best. He's fucking so, so great. Good. Yeah, he was excellent. I
3: did not Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. that was shocking. Yeah, but Hulk fighting the wolf, I was like, oh that's just like a cool thing. Like I yeah. didn't feel any significance in that. And I was like, oh look there, I just I-, I didn't need it. I felt there was room for a little thing. But we kind of talked about Hulk being a representation of what Thor was feeling. Yeah, that adds a lot more to him. Maybe we could talk a little, maybe the film could touch on that a bit more about that comparison between the two. It wasn't a big grievance because I didn't feel like I needed it, but I was like, there's room here Maybe also because the uh, Bruce Banner and Hulk haven't got their own film. I was like, I could yeah. I could go on a little emotional mm. journey with these even, characters. Even
1: something as simple as, like, Thor can land a killing blow on Hela and he's furious before he comes to terms with, like, no, nah, I'm not my father. And he can even just, like, look over at Hulk. And mm. Hulk can give him a look. And that's kind of all you yeah, need. It's yeah, just like, like a that. little tweak on that, yeah. like a little but bit I get, more. I get what you mean. Like, him fighting the wolf is cool, but there's, there's everyone no else is having, it. like, an emotional fight. There was, yeah. like,
3: a, yeah, significance for them. Yeah, the and his is just kind of like, it's a wolf and you're a big green thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have a
2: bit of a like size, I guess. if, yeah. if you know, the Hulk is the beast within him and then he's fighting this actual beast in wolf form. Yeah. You could have something there, some connection to him fighting the beast. I mean, ultimately, what I think what would be good, and I don't know how you'd pull this off, but if Hulk couldn't beat the beast but Bruce could, Oh, yeah, good but again. That I, would be
3: so cool. I, I don't yeah. know how you pull oh, that dear. off. I don't know how yeah. you pull
2: that off, but if you had some way for Hulk to battle at this thing but the
1: wolf is too well, strong. A yeah.
3: some sort of pushing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah some, beat it some, some way fantasy. like that. Maybe even, Bruce? like, they don't give enough weight to probably the wolf. They kind of need to do yeah, more with well, the Fen- wolf's Fen- connection Fen- with with Hela. Fenrir Fen- is nice. a huge character in the yeah. mythology. And then it means more emotionally. Yes. But even if it's like, and, I mean, you probably have to tinker with the mythology here, but if the wolf is quite small. And then right. it grows for the battle, kind of like the Hulk. And then yet, so you have him defeat it, and it shrinks down when it's dead, and he shrinks back to Bruce. And it's mm. kind of this touching moment where it's like we were both animals, and yes. you know what I mean. Something, yeah, like more, yeah, just yeah. something a there's little a extra yeah, like yeah. that.
2: There's, Again, not, there's room there for something yeah. really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But yeah, that's the thing that is maybe a little bit frustrating about an otherwise very, very entertaining film. Yeah. Is that uh, it's all there? Like yeah. this, I feel like the setup. And the context is all there. It just, I didn't quite feel like they did enough with that emotional stuff. Yeah. And and Odin's death really shit me. I really feel like he needed to die at the end, y- yep. you know, and sacrifice himself. I don't know. For me, I like the idea of him sacrificing himself, but there needed to be more significance in the way in which Definitely. he died. Yeah, I think
1: probably in summary, a really fun, entertaining movie that was very funny and the characters were great. It's the best Thor film that there's been. Yeah, um, It's one of the better MCU ones, probably. Certainly the more entertaining ones. But yeah, yeah it just didn't have which is a problem that a lot of these MCU movies have, didn't have the emotional weight that we really want to make it a a really great film rather than just an entertaining one. Yes.
3: And for me, just quickly, Mm. MVP, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, yeah. was oh great. my god literally my favorite he was just
2: playing jeff goldblum oh my <laughs> god
3: i mean even like the hair and i mean i mean the makeup and everything my favorite bit in that whole film like no joke like i thought about it for days was that one line that must have been improvised because it's just madness when yeah. he was like on other planets i'm a million years old on this planet and then he just like, just, yeah. he
1: just extreme he just, awkwardness he just right. grinned, yeah. like
3: loopily like oh my god i it made me laugh so much because <laughs> it's just madness um amazing. and like i think we're all jeff goldblum a yeah. little bit. Like, yeah. I could relate to I that feeling. We're talk about, <laughs> you're
1: talking about the MVP. It was his sidekick character that kind of annoyed me a little bit because she's so good in Hunt for is. the Water People yes. and in this I kept waiting for her to be like really awesome and she was just a a literal shit. one-note character. Yeah. No, she
3: was the straight man to his... Well, she wasn't that straight, but she was the straighter man to his loopiness and it was like...
1: Which wasn't the a, best role for her. Get a straight no. man.
3: Don't get like someone who we know is bananas and hilarious. Right. Great yeah, great comedic actor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Although
3: I did like... You said this the other day. I liked how when she... I think she kisses him on the cheek or something. The the Valkyrie
1: girl kind of like brushes his cheek (laughs) and Jeff Goldblum just goes, (laughs) whoo. Have you read anything about Jeff Goldblum? no
3: apparently he just like is always like touching women not in a harvey Weinstein way like and he's just like a crazy flirtatious man yeah. and okay, it's like yeah. if you get on a plane with him he'll like hit on all the uh I actually really and he's amazing. just like this really like ladies so man. he's just like
1: he is a Jurassic yeah Park. i feel like that was like <laughs> yeah. they
3: were just filming him like he, right. he probably would have reacted that way normally <laughs> yeah, right?
1: yeah.
3: I've, i mean that's just what i've read recently i've yeah. read it but uh, the article i read it on as well like his wife was like oh yeah <laughs> like, he loves women. That's yeah. him. Yeah. That's just Jeff. But he, he was my favorite part of that film. I mean, he didn't add a lot to it, but it, it, emotionally, but very entertaining. And on that note, I have been Kath. I've been Damien. I've been Connie. If you have any thoughts or opinions, please feel free, or comments, or if you just want to say hi, please send us an e- email to movie maintenance at SansPenceRadio.com or find us on Twitter at MM or on our individual Twitters, I'm at Kath Atkins five. Or if you want to say it to my face, never get this. <laughs> you can come to my art gallery at Brunswick Street Gallery, running from December eighth till the end of December.
2: I'm Amy David
1: Jarvis. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers.
0: listening, If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,